On this very short week, we bring you Eagles 360 from the NovaCare Complex. Dave Spadaro, Chris McPherson. The Eagles getting ready for the Dallas Cowboys on Thanksgiving Day. The Eagles seem to be responding very, very nicely. Chris, doesn't seem to be any problem at all with this short week. No, rest and recovery key for the Eagles. Chip Kelly's program masterful in getting the team prepared for this NFC East showdown to get first place in the division. But the Eagles are squarely focused on being ready. They put the Titans in the rearview mirror and have gotten themselves using every single minute of the day to be fully prepped for Thursday showdown. Yeah, so it is a quick turnaround. We know that busy day here at the NovaCare Complex. We get you caught up with everything going on. Bo Wolf, our Eagles 360 update presented by Sports Authority. Well, we are almost finally there. The big Thanksgiving showdown between the 8-3 and three Eagles, the 8-3 and three Dallas Cowboys, first place in the NFC East, up for grabs on Thanksgiving. And for the Eagles offense, it may just start with the ground game where we saw a little bit of a resurgence last week against the Titans. LaShawn McCoy, 21 carries for 130 yards. Offensive coordinator Pat Shermer says the Eagles may once again rely on the ground game on Thursday. They are expecting big things. I think we're getting better running the football. Uh, we certainly did a good job with it last week. Our offensive line is uh, starting to play together and, and getting it going a little bit. And the one thing about our running game is we're going to get our opportunities to run the football. Well, I think lately we've been rolling the last couple of games, running the ball-wise, and I think it's coming together. So I expect to you know, pick out some yards these next couple of weeks. I definitely think we'll finish up, especially myself, rushing-wise, um, in a good number. Well, of course, everybody around the country, especially in Philadelphia and Dallas, Dallas sucks, by the way, knows that this is as big a rivalry game as it gets. Unfortunately for wide receiver Jeremy Macklin, he had to miss out on these two meetings last season. So he is very, very excited to getting things going against Dallas on Thursday. I mean, it's bigger than me. You know, it's bigger than me. It's bigger than this team. Um, I think it's, it's, it's you, know, uh, you know, they've been going at it for so long. Um, and now with the stakes being what they are, uh, you know, two teams playing good football, a uh, chance to take over uh, first place uh, in, in the division. Meanwhile, for the Eagles defense, the defensive line has felt a little bit disrespected this week, saying that they know that the Cowboys offensive line is very good, but they are very good in their own right still with Dallas. It sounds like it's going to start up front once again, where DeMarco Murray is the league's leading rusher defensive coordinator. Bill Davis says the Eagles will certainly focus on stopping Murray and that offensive line. Yeah, this is going to be a, this is going to be a great challenge for us. I mean, this is the top rusher in the NFL, and uh, they're committed to the run. So we know we have a big challenge of stopping the, uh, the run game this week. And, and uh, I think as the season's progressed, we've got uh, you know better and better, especially the inside run. You know, we just it's tough to run inside on us. We're looking forward to the challenge, and, and we'll see how we stack up. That'll do it for your 360 update presented by Sports Authority. Gobble gobble. Thanks very much, Bo. We take a look now at the NFC playoff picture. The Saints on Monday night losing to Baltimore. So the NFC South, Chris, continues to amaze with its under 500 performance. Yes, right now, the Atlanta Falcons would be the division champions. The number four seed with four wins. Carolina is only a half game out. Tampa Bay still, still alive. Still in the picture. So the, the thing for the Eagles here is that there are seven teams with seven wins or more in the NFC, in the NFC this year. So it is very, very important that they come out of the NFC East because who knows how the wildcard picture will shape out. And certainly the Eagles obviously know they control their fate, and that begins on Thursday in Dallas. So speaking to that rivalry game, the Eagles the first of two games against the Cowboys in 17 days when we return to Eagles 360. We talked to somebody who knows a little bit about the Eagles and the Cowboys rivalry. Mike Quick joins us in studio on the other side. 
Section 512, row 6, seats 7 through 10. Those are our seats. At this one time, we can't be there. Please treat them right. To get there early, stay late, and yell a whole lot. Dress warm, gloves, hats, warm boots. Eric sits in the middle. Uncle Paul sits on the aisle. And if you want to sit in my seat, make sure you get your ticket from the only place a fan can trust. Buy and sell 100% verified authentic tickets with other true fans. Only on NFL Ticket Exchange. Tickets from one fan to another. is the moment progress begins. In a flash, the inconceivable becomes every day. Imagine someone doing the same for healthcare. At Jefferson, we've brought together some of the brightest minds in medicine, in research, and innovation, resulting in advancements that will touch lives in amazing ways. You might not see how a health sciences university, an academic medical center, and spectacular collisions of imagination can change your future, but you will. We are two days away from the big one, the Eagles at the Dallas Cowboys on Thanksgiving. I'm Dave Spadaro, and I welcome you into the studio, along with the great Mike Quick next to me, of course, and a rivalry renewed, Mike. I mean, uh, what is there to say about the Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys that you have not already said? It's, it's, fan it's a great week. It's the buzz around here, amazing all week. It doesn't get any better, unless you're getting into the playoffs and the games get bigger, but in a regular season game, it doesn't get any better than the Eagles versus the Cowboys for us. And Especially now you make it a national game that's on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah, big buzz. I think it's the buzz is all the way throughout the National Football League about this game. You got two eight and three teams and uh, trying to figure out who's the supreme being in the NFC East. All right, let's talk first about the circumstances, the short week. The Eagles playing on Sunday at 1 o'clock. The Cowboys, of course, playing late on Sunday night. Does that factor in? How does it factor in? I think it does factor in because you're prep, you get used to your preparation with the four-day, five-day preparation and the downtime. Well, you don't have time for downtime. All you really have to have now is really two days to prepare for that game on Thursday. So there's a lot crammed into those two days. But I know that both teams, both coaching staff, they already have prepared for this and, and, and abbreviated like two weeks prep getting ready for this. But there's a lot crammed into those two days. And I'm looking for every edge that I can, so I'll throw this at you. The Cowboys play an emotional game on Sunday night. Really emotional, NFC East game. Mm -hmm. Is it more difficult for them to get back to that emotional level on Thursday? Well, I think so. I think whenever you're, yeah, I think they're in a tough spot because you're playing in the division, you're playing away from home. They have a shorter time period than the Eagles do because of the night game and traveling to Dallas. They probably got to Dallas like three or four in the morning. Yeah. And you got to turn around and play again on Thursday. So I think it's very difficult. I think they're, they're in a very difficult spot. All right, you are Bill Davis. You have drawn up your game plan. You uh -oh. know what the Cowboys have. They run the football on, well. Oh, oh, oh. I'm not as smart as Bill Davis. Well, just for, just for the sake All of right. this interview, let's, let's right. say you are. What are you doing against the Cowboys offense? Whew. Dave, they're so good. I don't know. I think you have to first stop the run game. Uh, if Murray starts to get off in the run game, I think you got a problem. And, and, and the problem with even stopping that is they've got one of the best offensive lines in the game. You know, last year when 
Shady McCoy led the league in rushing, it was because he had a solid offensive line that played every single, all five guys played every single game. They were in harmony with one another. Well, that's what I'm seeing in Dallas now. And you got DeMarco Murray, one of the toughest runners, and uh, they're just getting a lot. You got to start there. So if I'm Billy Davis, I want to try and stop him. I know that Des Bryant is on the outside. I know that you've got Jason Witten. I know you can, he, he's got weapons. I know you got Terrence Williams, that's name. Mm-hmm. You've got a lot of weapons. Yeah. So, but I understand if I can stop the run game and force him to beat me down the field, I stand a better chance. I just don't know why, didn't the Redskins lay out the blueprint? Didn't the Redskins on that Monday night game blitz, 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 blitz? Why isn't anybody else doing that? And why wouldn't Eagles do that? I don't understand why the Giants didn't do that late in the game because I think that's what they should have done to not give Romo all of that time to survey and finally find, you know, an open receiver. Um, that's the best way to affect the passing game. Put pressure on the quarterback, hit the quarterback as many times as you can. I would love to see Romo on his back often Thursday oh, afternoon. I think every Eagles fan feels the same way. All right, the Eagles offense really moved the football very well against Tennessee. Still some turnovers. Yep. Sean McCoy got going. Good balance. What do you see from the Eagles offense? Well, the offensive line starting to play a lot better. And, you know, when you get that harmony up front with the offensive line and Shady understands these guys and their blocks and when they're going to come off to the second level, when they're secure at at the point coming off to the second level, when he's able to see that, he's able to run without hesitation and and very effective. And, And I think we saw that against Tennessee. As this offensive line continued to get better, and keep the same guys in there so that you can feel one another and, and the movements of one another and kind of be able to finish one another's sentences almost. That's how they have to be. Then I think the, the run game will continue to evolve and improve. I wanted to see, I wonder who the, the X factor will be. Darren Sproles, special, we know how great the special teams have been. I mean, the Eagles have a huge advantage. Cody Parkey. That, yeah. yeah. Cody Parkey, be. five out of six could in that be. game against Tennessee. Yeah. Cody yeah. Parkey could be just the X Factor. It, just doinked it off the left upright. Mike Quick, thanks so much for joining us in studio on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. SEPTA is the way to get to games. I love taking the subway down there because I feel like I'm, you know, with all fans. Everybody's got their gear on. People are chanting and cheering on the train before you even get to the station. There's a sense of camaraderie because Philly loves their sports teams. It's really fun. It's Philadelphia. And Eagles fans! When the Eagles win, you win. Score a free Dunkin' Donuts medium hot or iced coffee the day after an Eagles win with the Dunkin' Mobile app. Eagles win, you win. America runs on Dunkin'. Dunkin' Donuts is helping more area youth get in the game through the Touchdowns for Kids program. For every Philadelphia Eagles touchdown, Dunkin' Donuts will donate $250 to Good Sports, bringing new equipment and resources to youth sports organizations in need throughout the greater Philadelphia region. Hi, my name is Jim Taylor. I've been with Acme for 34 years. Our Lancaster brand beef is the best around. We cut our meat fresh every day. We actually have customers come from other stores just for our meat. Freshness is our number one priority. No one beats our fresh fish. We have the freshest apple, the crispiest lettuce. Fresh produce is what we do. We do the best cake decorating in the area, hands down. 123 years strong. Come on in, you'll see the changes, you'll feel it, you'll love it. When I was a little kid, I thought riding SEPTA was just the coolest thing. I thought, I'm on this big piece of metal, blazing down these tracks, there's people ringing bells above me, there's honking going on, there's trees flying by. It's fantastic. 
The Eagles and NRG are proud to bring you a collectible poster series available each Thursday during the month of November. Pick up the Philadelphia Daily News next Thursday and collect all four pieces thanks to NRG. We welcome you back to Eagles 360. Dave Spadaro here. Time now to throw it to our fan cave, Chris McPherson, with Jimmy Kemsky from Philly Voice and with Tim McManus, phillymag.com. We're talking, what else? Eagles and the Cowboys. Thanks, Dave. We're now going to look ahead to that Thanksgiving showdown with the Dallas Cowboys. But of course, we'll pump the brakes real quick and look back at Sunday's win over the Tennessee Titans. And to break everything down, I brought in Jimmy Kemsky from Philly Voice and Tim McManus from Birds 24-7 and 97.5 The Fanatic. First and foremost, we'll look at the win over the Titans. Any surprises? In my estimation, the Eagles did what they needed to do. They bounced back. They took care of business. Jimmy, any surprises from your estimate? It's funny how little anyone cares about the Titans game now. Everyone just, like you said, we're just looking forward to the Cowboys game now. But no, I don't think there's really any surprises there. Titans, in my opinion, are sort of a bottom five NFL team. And what you wanted to see the Eagles do is come out and run the ball effectively against them, which Titans have not been good in, in run defense. So the Eagles did that. And Deshaun McQuick comes out and he has 130 rushing yards. They're able to move the ball effectively. They put up over 40 points. So no, no surprises. They took care of business. And now you move on. You look forward to, to Dallas. Of course, there was a concern that maybe the Titans would be a trap game, but of course, the way that they played against the Packers the previous week, I think they wanted to come out and, and really put it to somebody. And, and for the most part, I, for the most for the better part of the day, I felt they dominated. Tim, quick thoughts on the Titans win. I would agree that it wasn't a surprise, but it was encouraging to see LaShawn McCoy get off the way that he did. It was against the 31st ranked rush defense in, in the Titans, and so you were kind of expecting that. But the big question for weeks that was posed to McCoy last week was, are you still the same guy? And I, there were legitimate questions because we just hadn't seen those big flashes that we got accustomed to in 2013. Different factors working against him, but you still want to see it, right? And uh, with, against that run defense, he showed that he still had the cuts, he still had the bounce, he was able to slash and juke people and make them look silly. So that was good to see for Eagles fans, I think. So Jimmy, that being said, you look at this Dallas offense, bigger concern for the Eagles defense is it that run game with DeMarco Murray, who had his 10th 100-yard performance, or Tony Romo throwing to those receivers, to Dez Bryant, to Terrence Williams, even Cole Beasley yeah. being involved in the mix last night. Yeah, I think, I mean, the, the, the thing that the Cowboys want to do is they want to run the ball, and they want to keep the ball, they want to keep possession of the ball. It's something that they've done all year. I believe heading into last night's game, I don't know what it is now, but heading into last night's game, they were fourth in the NFL in time of possession, which matters a lot more to teams other than the Eagles, yes. but, you know, other teams that, that does matter to them, because the Cowboys want to keep their defense off the field, which is not, on paper, anyway a very impressive defense so they want to be able to run the ball the Eagles of course defensively that's their primary thing that they want to do they want to stop the run they want to make teams one-dimensional they want to they want to make them have to pass so I think they kind of match up well in that regard and that I think they can handle the Cowboys run game but if they can't if DeMarco Murray is effective they start getting those play action passes that's where people that's where the Eagles have been hurt in the past biggest threat in your estimation Tim for the Dallas offense I think it's it's the running game and the way that it kind of splinters out from there. DeMarco Murray has 400 more rushing yards than anybody else in the league right now. That's that's pretty yeah. crazy. And that goes back to that offensive line. Yeah. That's getting off. And as a result, you have to honor it. And so, Tony Romo, you're taking the ball out of his hands a little bit more, and you're giving him better situations in which he's throwing into. And if you look at his numbers, he had the bad opener against San Francisco where he had three picks. Since that time, I saw the stat today, he's completed 70% of his balls, 21 touchdowns, and three, three interceptions. So it's all kind of 
off of the offensive line is really the main thing, getting the run game going and taking some pressure off of Tony Romo, who has some weapons, put that all together and you have a really nice offense. Tim, let's look real quickly at the Eagles offense. Who has to have a bigger game, Mark Sanchez or LaShawn McCoy? Well, I think that Mark Sanchez has to have a, a clean game. I think that's going to be the recipe for him and this team moving forward because there's so many good things that are working for the Eagles right now. Their special teams are just ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it just doesn't stop. Yeah. They, they continue to score, and the defense with the pass rush has been doing a really nice job. You have LaShawn McCoy and Darren Sproles. There's some nice elements to this team. If the quarterback turns the ball over, there's nothing you can really do about that. I mean, you're going to put yourself in a bad spot against good teams. Tennessee's aren't going to be aren't on the rest of the schedule. It goes Dallas, Seattle, Dallas, man. And then when you're talking about the postseason, can't turn it over. So I think that you need to start seeing some cleaner games out of Mark Sanchez if you want to get this team into serious contention. Jimmy, same question. Mark Sanchez, LaShawn McCoy, who has to shine for the Eagles on Thanksgiving? I think it starts with the run game. I mean, when you look, at, when you look back to the Packers game when they really just got smoked, the defense wasn't doing much in the way of, of looking like they could stop Aaron Rodgers at any point early. And then the run game wasn't working. So the defense isn't working. The run game isn't working. You're not giving Mark, Mark Sanchez any help whatsoever. So if Sean McCoy can get off, I think that it makes the job a lot easier for Mark Sanchez. I think Tim put it perfectly where you want to, you want to, you want Mark Sanchez to have a clean game. You want him to not be, have to feel like he has to win the game for you. You want to have him play conservatively, hit what's open, throw it away if it's not there, and just not make the mistakes that both Nick Foles and Mark Sanchez have, have made to some degree when, when, when they play. I mean, the Eagles are leading the NFL in turnovers with, with 27. I think the next closest team is the Jaguars. In fact, if you heading into this past week, there were like six teams that had um, 20 plus turnovers, and I think their combined winning percentage was something like 229. So, like, it's all from the Eagles. It's, it's and, all and, the Eagles. And we're not, we're not like, we're not. We're not saying anything new here and saying when you turn the ball over, you minimize your chance of winning. But real, I mean, Sanchez, they have to get that run game going. Takes a lot of pressure off him, and just don't turn the ball over. It just be play conservative football if you're Mark Sanchez. But the run game has to start first. He's Jimmy Kimsky from Philly Voice. He's Tim McMahon from Birds 24/7 and 97.5 The Fanatic. I'm Chris McPherson, and thank you very much for joining us in this edition of Cover Two, previewing the Thanksgiving showdown with the Dallas Cowboys. Thanks very much, guys. When we return to Eagles 360, time to take a spin around the world of fantasy football. Talk about the value of Eagles tight end Brent Selleck. And what do you do if you have Chicago quarterback Jay Cutler? That and a whole lot more when we return to Eagles 360. SEPTA is the way to get to games. I love taking the subway down there because I feel like I'm, you know, with all fans. Everybody's got their gear on. People are chanting and cheering on the train before you even get to the station. There's a sense of camaraderie because Philly loves their sports teams. It's really fun. It's Philadelphia. Hi, my name is Jim Taylor. I've been with Acme for 34 years. Our Lancaster brand beef is the best around. We cut our meat fresh every day. We actually have customers come from other stores just for our meat. Freshness is our number one priority. No one beats our fresh fish. We have the freshest apple, the crispiest lettuce. Fresh produce is what we do. We do the best cake decorating in the area, hands down. 123 years strong. Come on in, you'll see the changes, you'll feel it, you'll love it. Score a free Dunkin' Donuts medium hot or iced coffee the day after an Eagles win with the Dunkin' Mobile app. Eagles win, you win. Go Eagles! A 
America runs on Dunkin'. Dunkin' Donuts is helping more area youth get in the game through the Touchdowns for Kids program. For every Philadelphia Eagles touchdown, Dunkin' Donuts will donate $250 to Good Sports, bringing new equipment and resources to youth sports organizations in need throughout the greater Philadelphia region. When I was a little kid, I thought riding Scepter was just the coolest thing. I thought, I'm on this big piece of metal blazing down these tracks. There's people ringing bells above me. There's honking going on. There's trees flying by. It's fantastic. Now, Eagles fans, Bob's Discount Furniture and the Philadelphia Eagles are giving you the chance to win 11 tickets to watch the Eagles take on Dallas. Visit mybobs.com slash Eagles lineup to enter now. Contest ends December 1st, 2014. We welcome you back. It's Eagles 360. Dave and Chris here. Now we're going to go into the world of fantasy football. Everybody coming down the stretch. Playoffs starting. I don't play the games. Do you play <laughs> fantasy football? I play fantasy football. Not a good season for me, but one player who's been very good in recent weeks is Brent Selleck. Is he a number one tight end who you should have in your fantasy lineup? Bo Wolf and Joe Dolan from FantasyGuru.com discuss that and a whole lot more in this week's Fantasy Spin. We welcome you once again to the Fantasy Spin here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com presented by Bud Light. And it is a short week. And so that means we have the opportunity to grab Joe Dolan from FantasyGuru.com on the phone this time. And Joe, first of all, I hope you're doing well. Happy Thanksgiving week. Same to you guys uh, over at Philadelphia Eagles. This is a hectic week in fantasy football. You obviously have the six teams playing on uh, Thursday night, but especially hectic in Philadelphia with the Eagles playing on Thanksgiving. Uh, a rare treat for us this year. NFC East supremacy on the line, at least in the short term. And let's talk about one position where the Eagles have had really no uh, consistency throughout the season. That's tight end, where everybody thought it was going to be Zach Ertz's year. But with Mark Sanchez, a quarterback, Brent Selleck has been the guy. And this is a Cowboys defense that allows a lot of production to opposing tight ends because tight end as a whole in fantasy has been, as you've described, sort of a wasteland this season. Do you think that Selleck is a possible play this week? Oh, yeah, Bo. And here's why I'm going to tell you why. If you look at the top 10 PPR tight ends from this past week, week 12, you can look at the list and see Tim Wright. You can see Cooper Helpit. You can find Anthony Fasano, Garrett Graham. All these guys are on that list. So why wouldn't you start Brent Selleck if you really need a tight end? He's a player that Chip Kelly has admittedly has admitted he loves. So we know he's going to be out there on the field. He's been getting targeted more than Zach Ertz with Mark Sanchez at quarterback. Sanchez is very comfortable throwing the ball between the hashes. So while it might not be an appealing name, you might look to the waiver wire and see, oh, Vernon Davis got dropped. I'm just going to use him. Just consider some of the names who have been putting up top 10 numbers at the tight end position. And that's not because those guys are having great years. It's simply because the tight end position has been so awful for fantasy. I think Brent Selleck, a guy who plays a ton of snaps, is absolutely a viable pickup this week. All right, let's stick with the Thanksgiving Day games. And, of course, it always starts in Detroit. The visitors this year, Chicago Bears. Jay Cutler has been really disappointing for fantasy owners. But do you want to watch him play on Thanksgiving and root for him? Are you playing Jay Cutler, assuming you don't have one of the top, top guys at quarterback? He's kind of a streamer at this point for me, Bo. And 
if you want to gauge where he is right now, I absolutely rank Mark Sanchez ahead of him. I absolutely rank Ryan Tannehill ahead of him. I absolutely rank Tony Romo ahead of him. These are guys I'd be much more comfortable starting than Jay Cutler. Um, the thing that's really disappointing to me is the fact that this, this is an offense that, in theory, should be so conducive to fantasy success. And it simply hasn't been. After throwing multiple touchdowns in each of his first five games, Cutler's thrown one touchdown on the nose in four of his last six. That's just not going to get it done for fantasy purposes when you're throwing the ball to Martellus Bennett, Brandon Marshall, and Alshon Jeffrey. It's just not going to work out. And my question is, why is this so hard? You know, I don't think – Mark Sanchez has done a great job in Philadelphia. But I don't think anybody's going to say that he's the next Joe Montana based on the way he's played so far. But he's still thrown for 300 yards in three straight games. Why is it so hard for Jay Cutler to put up consistent numbers? He drives me absolutely nuts. And that's why if you're starting him, you're taking a risk. He's absolutely viable. He's not Robert Griffin III. He's not somebody who you're dropping and cutting all ties with. But he's just the guy who's going to make you rip your hair out more often than not. And I'm really not comfortable starting him anymore. Joe, give me your quick thoughts on the two discarded running backs who were picked up last week. Ben Tate in Minnesota, and more importantly, LeGarrette Blunt in New England. Well, the problem with Ben Tate is I don't trust this offense at all. He's a last guy on my bench if I need to. But more likely than not, I'm going to leave him on the waiver wire. Blunt's a little bit more complicated. And the reason is the Patriots treat their power backs as assets. They don't treat them as special players. When Bill Belichick wants to run the ball, he's going to just give it to one of these guys, whether it's named Garrett Blunt, Jonas Gray, Brandon Bolden, Stephen Ridley. All these guys have been interchangeable. So if you're going to pick them up and expect 80 yards and two touchdowns again, you're going to be really disappointed. All right, finally, Joe, of course, as we get down to the wire in fantasy seasons with playoffs on the horizon, if you're a defense streamer, which is a team to want to pick up for the next few weeks? I'm going to put in a lot of claims this week for the Detroit Lions defense, though. They had a tough matchup with the Patriots this week, gave up over 30 points, but their next four games are incredibly favorable. Jay Cutler and the Bears at home. You get Tampa Bay, you get Minnesota, and then you get the Bears on the road. So two games against Cutler, the turnover machine, Teddy Bridgewater and Josh McCown. Really favorable schedule for the Detroit Lions to stretch. And that defense is good. The offense is not, but the defense is. All right, good stuff. Joe Dolan from FantasyGuru.com. Hit him up on Twitter at FG underscore Dolan. Joe, good luck to you this week on Fantasy, and good luck to all of you out there. That's the Bud Light Fantasy Spin right here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. Now we get back to the world of football on the field, the real game. And when we return to Eagles 360, we take a look at one of the key players who's emerged quickly for the Dallas Cowboys along the offensive line, Zach Martin. Our game plan crew breaks him down when we return. find a great doctor just anywhere. Sure you can. Specialists? Yep. Primary care? You bet. Jefferson doctors? Take a look at this. 
Excellent doctors, lots of locations. Call 1-800-JEFF-NOW. Wow, that's a good number. 1-800-JEFF-NOW, it sure is. I meant a good number of doctors. I meant a good number four doctors. I've got a feeling this could go on for a while. No, it can't. You'll interrupt the announcer. Find a Jefferson doctor. Call 1-800-JEFF-NOW for an appointment. All season long, stop into your local Acme markets and purchase the Eagles item of the week. When you do, you'll receive a receipt code making you eligible for the Swoop In and Win sweepstakes. Just go to swoopinandwin.com and enter the code today. It's your chance to win Eagles tickets, Eagles Pro Shop and Acme gift cards, and Eagles autographed merchandise. Acme Markets, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. We are back. It's Eagles 360. Dave and Chris here. Time now to talk about one of the strengths of the Dallas Cowboys. The offensive line has come a long way in a short period of time. Yes, it has. You look at the number two ranked rushing attack in the league. DeMarco Murray first in the league with 10 games of 100 yards rushing or more. And at the end of that Giants game on Sunday night, Tony Romo had all day and night in the pocket to be able to find Jason Wynn and then Des Bryant on the game-winning touchdown. So, who is one of the keys along the offensive line? First-round pick Zach Martin out of Notre Dame. Our Eagles game plan crew details exactly what Martin has brought to the Cowboys offensive line. All right, Mike, the Dallas Cowboys have spent a lot of first-round picks on their offensive line. You scratch your head on draft day as to what they're doing, but when you watch them on film, there's a method to the madness, and they're boasting arguably the best offensive line in football, and a lot of it begins with the guy they drafted this year out of Notre Dame, starting right guard, Zach Martin. DeMarco Murray, he's leading the league in rushing for that reason that you speak of. This offensive line may be playing the best football of any offensive line in the National Football League, and I think it begins with their left tackle and their right guard. Yeah, you watch Zach Martin here against Seattle, a very good run defense. That's the linebacker that Zach Martin is getting up to the second level with. That stretch play for Joseph Randall allows him to cut right off of Zach Martin's, but the athleticism, uh, from this kid. You can see why Jerry Jones wanted him in the first round. You watch him here on this play. He pulls. He pulls. Looks like one of our guards pulling with the athleticism. Nice job of road grading. Kick out the safety here. Allows DeMarco Murray to get to the second level. He's the offside guard, but when he pulls to the play side, he finds a different color jersey, and he just clears space for his running back. Come on, Ryan Clark. Stop making business decisions <laughs> and make that tackle. But the whole starts up front with that offensive line is Zach Martin. You watch him here on the screenplay versus the Redskins. They're going to get two guys out, uh, including Zach Martin. And these guys are going to block 10, 15 yards down the field against linebackers and secondary members. Uh, this looks like one of our old screenplays when you get the lineman down the field throwing at the defender's legs. This is the reason why DeMarco Murray is leading the league in rushing and the big running plays, including the screen plays, which is really just an extension of a running play, are happening on a week-to-week -week basis for the Dallas Cowboys offense. Ike, he's very solid in slowing the, up that rush initially, and the timing on the screen play, you know it's so important. He slows up the rush, and then he gets out in front of DeMarco Murray and just does a great job in every phase of the game offensively. Yeah, the Eagles defenders... When Zach Martin and the rest of his buddies are pulling to get to the second level, we have to do a great job of engaging the blocks and getting off the blocks to make tackles. Well, thank you so much, guys. And now we're going to go into the heart of Dallas Cowboys country. And Jason Garrett in his weekly conference call with the Philadelphia media, excited about Thursday's game. 
It's a great challenge. We have, we have a tremendous amount of respect for their organization and for their football team. And uh, they're off to a great start this year from a scheme standpoint, from a personnel standpoint. They're just a very impressive group. They have a lot of good players. They're obviously very well coached and, and really present challenges uh, in all three areas. So, you know, we have to have a great week of preparation and play a great ball game on Thursday. You can hear both the Jason Garrett conference call and quarterback Tony Romo's conference call with the Philadelphia media in their entirety on PhiladelphiaEagles.com on demand as we get closer and closer to kickoff on Thursday afternoon. Yeah, it's going to be fun traveling to Dallas tomorrow, seeing all those Eagles fans who can't wait for this Thanksgiving Bird Day showdown. Yes, so that'll do it for us today. We come back your way at 4 o'clock on Thursday, our kickoff show. We got you live from the Novacare Complex and from Arlington, Texas. All the action throughout the game and then, of course, the post-game show presented by Rico, so make sure you tune in for that. For Chris McPherson, I'm Dave Spadaro. Thanks so much for joining us on Eagles 360. Have yourselves a very happy Thanksgiving and a great Eagles day.